Broadcasting from the most central location in the San Fernando Valley, the beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California. This is the Knapsack Files, another edition. I am Ken Knapsack with this week's special guest, a beer-drinking, world-traveling, techno-expert, podcasting writer, uh, director, producer, and all-around great guy, Scott Tommaso. Wow. You like all I, that? I am impressed. And I didn't write any of that down. You know, you didn't even notice. I, I actually just yeah. realized I brought Scottish ale today. You did bring Scottish ale. And it as, as is my name, hmm. Scott. Oh, that's perfect. Scott See Tomasa. how that works? Now, I always like to give the uh, little uh, note here. Uh, some, some days, this is a very professional studio. No food or drink in the studio. Oh. Other days, it's a drink fest. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought this ale. Today is a... Okay, good. I needed I it. I figured mm. when I walked in and you were naked that this would be a good day to do something like hey, this. At least I put a bathrobe on for this. <laughs> and I wore a tux. What the hell? Oh, man. It's so good to have you in the studio. Thanks for uh, having me, we, I've known you for a uh, few years now, but known of you for longer. And it, oddly enough, took uh, took a few years to finally meet Scott of the famous Scott and Sema team. Oh, the, your, Scott, the famous Scott yeah, and Sema team. Scott and Sema team, your, your girlfriend, now fiancé. Yes. Uh, Sema Batuk. Lucky me. Who may Lucky. or may not be uh, uh, chiming in from time to time from my uh, <laughs> uh, studio couch. She's hanging, yeah, she's hanging out at the lovely leather uh, studio couch over there playing a video game or something. G- giving me Dodger Yankee score updates. Go, uh, go Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. I have known you. I don't even remember when we first met, but I, I know why we first met. Why? Because we needed a star for our web series. Oh, yeah. And I was told that you, that actually by Lou, because we, we are Lou Santini, mutual yeah. acquaintance, Lou Santini, who you've had on the show, uh, had said, I have the perfect guy. Right. And I said, But was that, right. was that more for writing at the time? Here's what I here's what I recall. We're talking about the web series of those guys, ladies and gentlemen. You can rediscover the web the series on YouTube and on its own web uh, website. What is it? Those yep, guys. Those web, guys. WebTV.com. Yep. Uh, where I star as Tucker. Tucker. A ne'er do well with a heart of gold who does. who doesn't know how to use a bowl to cook. Um, <laughs> as a dog that craps in his own bed. It's, all this good stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, that was a great funny series and great to shoot. And we'll talk more about that for sure. But I remember walking into Timmy Nolan's pub at Hook Lake. Now I'd met you before then, I believe. Yes. Um, yes. But Lou said, hey, come on by. We're going to uh, – they're looking for maybe help writing. You'd already written the scripts, but it was like just kind of look things over. Okay. Yes. And as we're talking, you had a casting director there who was doing your casting, and suddenly you guys were like, we're looking for kind of a chubby, nice guy, but he's kind of a mess up. And everyone kind of turns to me. <laughs> hey, how about you? It, and I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. In my head, I mean, this the series is based off an actual – uh, right. Group of guys, uh, Tucker being the main guy. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I had, a, I had an image in my head, and then when you walked in, I, I'll be honest, it wasn't you at first. I wasn't right. thinking, no, oh, yeah. that's him. But when you started talking and doing your, you know, just mm-hmm. being you, mm-hmm. it was like, holy, can I curse on this? Show? Sure. My mom doesn't like it, but you holy, can. <laughs> okay. Holy, holy shizzle. That's what Sema says. <laughs> Sema says shizzle. Holy shizzle, this guy is right. funny, and he would be perfect. And long story short, yeah. obviously you were. It worked out. But it was it was great, actually. And I remember, I think it was, we must have met like three or, I don't know, five years ago? Was it five? Four? I think we met at a softball game once, a white boy comedy softball. Oh, oh yeah, that's um, right. You were uh, Lou's friends. Yes. Um, again, you were the, you, it, it, was one of, it wasn't like you should meet my friend Scott. It was you should meet Scott and Simon. Yeah. It was yeah, like Johnny are. Yoko, Scott, we, Scott and Sam. We are a team for sure. Yeah, and uh, and so we had met in passing. I think we met at a couple Super Bowl parties. Yes, uh, but then we started working together. That's when I've got to really know you. Yeah, and uh, happy to know you because you are a very calm, collected gentleman. Is what I'm saying. That's very, very sweet of you to yeah. say that. Very sweet, sweet of you to say that. But and you a know, professional. Well, you know, twelve years I've been doing uh, producing and writing and all that yeah. fun stuff, and it takes ten to twelve years. To get that kind of skill. <laughs> with the people right. I've worked with, you have to be calm and collected. But yeah. uh, I don't, you know, I'm not. I'm one of those guys who doesn't take things a little, you know, doesn't take it too seriously. When you're doing stuff with, with guys you like, like yeah. yourself, you know. Well, we had so much easier. fun shooting the, the, the Those Guys episodes. And then, and then when we brought the girls in, oh. uh, who doesn't like shooting with hot girls? I do. And talented girls who just blew me away with their, their comedy timing and chops and, and acting ability. I, I didn't feel like I belonged on set with those girls. I I don't believe that for a second. Uh, well, 
but know. that's very you know what they they were great you know we were lucky to get some of the ones we got you know i mean and actually one of our favorites mm-hmm. uh well they're all our favorites i yeah. shouldn't say that but marilyn valderrama yeah uh we actually that was your hookup yeah i shot a pilot directed by a friend of mine mike kelber uh and she was in it and uh um, just uh, though she comes off as a sexy bombshell type of character, getting to know her, I was like, oh, she's got this kind of cute, accessible girl next door underbelly uh, that's kind of is opposite of the sex pot type of image. And I thought it would have played well, and I thought it did come off well. She is a sweetheart and a half, and having you two do some scenes together it's great. It was fantastic. And then working with... Uh, uh, Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin Rose, Caitlin Caitlin Rose, William, Nina Kate, Kate. uh, very talented actresses. Yeah, good time. And actually, uh, I think I told you before we got on air Mm -hmm. that uh, we we've done two seasons with you. Yeah, Uh, I don't know if it seems that way. It does. Yeah, Uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna tomorrow. I'm leaving, going out of town. We Mm -hmm. are going to be writing some more episodes. Uh, Wow, and what a romantic notion to leave town to write. You write with your twin brother, Chad. I do. For the I most do. part, right? For the most part. Uh, I'm for sure you do part. some solo stuff, some diary entries maybe. Yes, I um, do. That is a, a fascinating partnership to me. Um, to one, it's hard to – I have a writing partner, Matt Key, and, and we work hard and long, and we've never really argued. We can differ and go different directions. But that's your brother, your twin brother, and you've worked on a lot of things with him, haven't you? Yeah, we have. We've written a few scripts, few few uh, feature, full length feature mm-hmm. scripts. Um, none of them options, so I can't really claim any of those yet. Same but, same uh, boat here, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did do. Uh, we authored a book together uh, called Infant Terrible, so you guys should go out and check that out. Yeah. Uh, but we wrote a book together. Uh, it really does make it easy being a twin for 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 the most part. Is it like Tomax and Zaymont from GI Joe? It really is. Okay. It really is, and I can't remember. <laughs> Can't remember if Zaymot was the bad one. Well, they're both bad. They're both bad. But right. you know, there's always an evil twin and a good twin. Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, uh, I digress. Right. The the writing comes easy because of the fact that as a twin, you know, I, you've got that uh, kind of I can he can finish my sentence, I can finish right. his. The freaky stuff. The freaky <laughs> stuff. So I know I kind of know what he's gonna say, and I know what I want to say. So writing scripts comes kind of easy. Okay. Uh, the problem is, you know, making it good. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's you know always the key problem with any writer. What is your guys' process? Um, so when you got an idea, hey Chad, I, I want to write a picture about uh, a, a superhero. Uh, how do you guys approach it as writers? For me, for me, I have to be really into the material first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know, there's tons of research, and as far as the actual writing, I always do an outline. I have to do okay. an outline first, which is something I learned from a friend of mine who is yeah. a, who got like a PhD in scripts uh, I don't know exactly a monocle and a pencil yeah <laughs> a monocle and a pencil uh but i outline and, and uh and make sure i do all my research and, mm-hmm. and make sure that uh well let me ask you about research because you're kind of uh, just like oh i do some research and then I, uh, I i don't really research things which is probably why i fail as a writer um <laughs> how, how what's your research like you're a reporter in the field you're one of those guys no, you know, well, I'm thinking back to, for example, the book that we did, yeah. uh, which was turned into a movie script, uh, which was trying to be, it is still being sold as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going out, it was based on a book, mm-hmm. uh, a previous like fairy tales and whatnot. So we did a lot of writing, or excuse me, a lot of research on just reading the books, the fairy tales, all these stories, where it came from, the language, you know, it's, wow. it's, it's a foreign a foreign fairy tale book okay uh so it's doing a lot of reading and and, and making sure that uh we cover all of our bases and and uh not offending well, anyone that's that's the hard part so that's a pretty specific i mean uh I, know, I knew you adapted that um yes and how how, how different i'm jumping around here in the writing arena but uh how different was it writing a book with someone uh, you know it was easier Really? To be honest, I, okay. I, I, w- I don't like writing books. I okay. will first say that. I'm struggling through one myself, yeah. It's it's very, very hard. And um, it's actually easier, though. For me, I like, okay. I like a, I'm like i a dialogue guy. Yeah, me I, too. I, I don't like a, a lot of the mumbo-jumbo detail, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, adjectives, just to put an adjective in there to make me sound smart. Yes. Uh, I just like to get to the point, have fun, enjoy it. Uh, and as long as it flows and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, I, that's what I like. So for me, it was... It was easy to do it because, again, having a twin that I could throw it off of, it was mm-hmm. easy to have a conversation back and forth and to be able to put it on paper. And, and uh-huh. it just kind of flows. I don't know. That's the, it. 
I don't know if that's something that's a technical thing or if it just comes because I'm working with him. I don't know yeah. if that would work with anybody else, to be honest. Well, and I find I find writing is a there's a bit of a magical quotient to it. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned art, so you research and you outline and this and that, and we all have our certain ways of doing it. But what works for you probably doesn't work for another person. Uh, same here with me, you know. And then you find uh, with each different person I write with, it change how how I write changes. Oh yeah. How I approach it or how the actual technical side of it. Well, I think, you know, you write with people that you've known for a while, I would think. That Generally, yeah. It would be very hard for me, I think, to just go in and, and meet somebody and then say, okay, let's do it. It would be very hard for me to do that because yeah. you have to know your boundaries with people like, and know what their likes and dislikes are, I think, mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're writing. Um, although it's nice to open your mind, too, and yeah. get these other opinions. Well, it's, I, I learned a lot uh, when I was in that final level of the Groundlings back in 2002 when, you, you, yeah, you met these people. You met them, did some improv scenes together. Maybe you knew some people before. But, um, like, holy crap, like, one, one day you're writing with this one girl who it took four hours, and she nitpicked every word and sentence, and, well, let's go. Let's look, look up Kitta Thesaurus, and let's look up. And the other, another person, 35 minutes, and we had a great scene, and it just – and no one was different or better than yeah. the other one but it just was every week you learn how to write with someone well, see i should be t i should be getting lessons from you you're the master oh yeah the master clearly. writer clearly <laughs> clearly um so what you've done producing but your producing is uh is it's varied from from producing this web series to also working in television yes what's the scope there what have you done well as far as this uh, is a job interview by the way <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I would like to think, uh, no, we, I, I actually, well, I moved here like 12 years ago, um, mm -hmm. to, to pursue an acting career. Oh, failed ideas. And it failed. <laughs> <laughs> it failed, of course. Uh, but you know, for, for a good year or two there, yeah. I was, you know, it was great. I had a, mm -hmm. you know, it was the happiest, one of the happiest times of my life. I was just broke. Yeah. Uh, so I needed to get a job, uh, and something that paid me. And I ended up just working at getting a job at E Entertainment News. Gotcha. Uh, working in the media vault, which hmm. is basically just getting tapes for producers <laughs> and being you know you know the gopher. But you know, so so I've worked from the bottom up. So I've worked from a, a bunch of cable companies. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got your E's, you got your Reels channels, you've got your TV Guide networks. You've uh, then you've got like Lionsgate, CBS, NBC. Uh, you know, a bunch of reality productions. So yeah. I've done everything from entertainment news to reality to live events. Right. Uh, it is. It's a wide variety of things that you just kind of fall into sometimes. And uh, a lot of these I didn't want. It wasn't yeah. like I was trying to do it. It just kind of happens and uh, people start knowing your name and giving you a call. And you work your ass off when you're doing this. I know oh, sometimes no it's like, hey, Scott, you want to get a drink? I'm hour 16. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hour sixteen is going. It's and it's funny you mentioned mm -hmm. that because I just did a we did a blog on our our ten reasons why show mm -hmm. uh, dot com where we it is a, a top ten reasons why you do not want to work in reality television, mm. and it gives you the ten reasons why. Yeah, uh, it's not as glamorous as you think, and that is actually one of them. Is uh, you know you work six seven. I I actually did just go to an interview mm -hmm. uh, for X Factor. Okay, I don't know if I can say that or not, but but I went there and uh, did not take the job because mm -hmm. he flat out told me um well i don't know if i should say this <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i'm looking at my agent over there uh no so i mean bottom line uh is that they it is a, a long long day right and a long long week well what, what, what i maybe i don't you don't want to get into it but what did he ask like are you married no i've had well, i've heard that are you married yeah then you're out well, I, you know what, they, they, I have been asked that before because yeah. they, they basically follow that up with because you know what, it's going to struggle <laughs> if you work here. Hire a good divorce attorney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's it's well known going in that you're working a 14, 16 hour day sometimes, yeah. and uh, and I've spent the night at places that I work at really? uh, on a number of occasions. Um, this is great for the people listening who are who are younger. I do have some younger listeners thinking about heading out to California to uh, start the crazy. It's a business and it's a job, and you hope to find something you love. Obviously, you love it enough to keep going yes. uh, on some level. I'm sure on some other levels, you're like, <laughs> um but yeah, that's an effort. That's a that's a that's a career in itself. It is, and you know, and it's probably a lot like I've never done stand up comedy. Mm -hmm. You have a smart course. man, uh, but you know, it's that it's the one night that you go, wow, I nailed it. Yeah, and you're hooked, 
and you're hooked. You, you know, yeah. you get that rush, and it's hard to even if it sucks for the next yeah. month. You're like, you get that next big one, and it's like, ah, oh, this is why I do it. It's for me. It's like that. I do a show, and it and it gets great ratings or whatnot. Yeah. It's it it makes it all worth it. Um, and you've Plus, had some successes on, on some levels where you've taken shows where you tell me one. I'll let you divulge if you want to give the details on it. But you had one show that was a zero rating, zero. literally zero point zero zero point zero zero, and you moved it up to one of the top of the charts on that particular it was, channel. Uh, for that channel, yeah it, yeah, it was one of those things where I, uh, I just said this show is horrible. I went right. in, talked to the executive producer. I said this 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 show is horrible. Right. I go I. I just let me do something with it. I go, I, whatever you're doing is not working. Just let me do something. <laughs> whatever you're doing sucks. And they, yeah, and they basically said, all right, all right, cool, <laughs> go for it. So two weeks later, uh, I had completely revamped the show, tried to put some comedy into it, and, mm-hmm. um, and it did. It worked to the point where we increased ratings by a thousand percent. Right. I don't know what that actually turns into when you're from zero. <laughs> I guess a thousand people. What is that? A thousand people? That's I don't even roughly, know what that is. I'm, I'm, I didn't do math. That's why I did stand up. <laughs> well, this was a show out in Albuquerque, so so I was done. I was done right. with that contract. So they decided because I was coming back to L.A., mm-hmm. uh, they said, "Hey, you know what? It's going really well. Why don't you continue writing it from L.A. then?" And okay. I I was a stay at home writer for about six, wow. seven, eight months. But. But then you mentioned the other thing, and I remember when this happened, uh, you had to pull up shop and leave your very nice apartment and leave your wonderful, beautiful, talented girlfriend at the time behind um, and move to Albuquerque, New Mexico, Uh, which uh, other than the isotopes and a good Sonic (laughs) off like the 23 freeway or whatever Have you been to Albuquerque before? I've driven through Albuquerque uh, (laughs) off that 40 freeway going to Tennessee. They love their isotopes out there. They do. They love One of my biggest regrets is not going to see a game. They were in town when me and my uh, then-girlfriend pulled off. We were driving cross-country, and we... It was probably up to the third inning, and we were hungry. We were looking for some place to eat, and we drove past the stadium, and I was like, we could probably park, get a ticket, get a hot dog, watch four innings, five innings uh, of the Isotopes, which I'm a big Simpsons fan, and we're like, ah, let's go find a Sonic. And well, I, I would have definitely gone with the Isotopes. <laughs> I don't know that Although, ocean, you know, the, ocean breeze water, whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah, uh, no, the, you know they did. I, I did do that. That was mm-hmm. uh, that was a hard decision to make, but uh, it was at the time they had just moved out to Albuquerque. Yeah, uh, it was. It's out at the ABQ Studios where uh, they've shot. They shoot Breaking Bad out there. Yep. Which is one of you know I know it's one of your guys' mm-hmm. favorite shows on the schmoes. Yeah. Um, it's also one of mine. So it's you know right next door. He's yep. you know they're shooting. Um, not only that, uh, when I was there, they were shooting the Avengers, which was fantastic. Oh. So as I'm going to go get my breakfast burrito, like I did every morning, uh, you know, you're seeing Captain America sitting there walking around. You've Cap's got just having a burrito. Cap's just, you know, he's walking. It was so funny because if you remember at the time, it was Sam Samuel Jackson had gotten in trouble for for leaking out a script, right? And uh, so it was really buttoned down. But because I was on the lot. Uh, it was really surreal for me because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm inside, and everybody, I'm reading all the blogs about how tight-lipped it is, and mm-hmm. and uh, walking, just walking by Captain America in his suit, and his, of course, he's wearing a cloak because they didn't want right. you to see the stuff. No but, pictures, um, no pictures, no pictures, and uh, but it was really an awesome thing, and they had Lone Ranger out there, I think, as I was leaving. Oh, so, so you, they were you, shooting. I've, I've seen a bunch of people out there. It's fantastic, but um, uh, sleepy little Albuquerque, New Mexico, Albuquerque, getting all the action. They they do for well, some well, reason. Well, and, and and is that indicative of what's going on in Hollywood? Where just no one shooting here, or is it just locations out there? You know what? I think because of the fact I, I don't Marvel must have a deal with Albuquerque because they shoot out there yeah. for absolutely everything. Um, yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, you know, it's a desert. You can pretty much find sure. everything there. Uh, it's right next to a military base, mm-hmm. uh, so they've got everything they need there. But I don't really know. I wouldn't recommend Albuquerque <laughs> to anybody. If you're, I hope nobody from Albuquerque is listening, uh, but I wouldn't recommend it. But it was, an, you know, what it, it sucked being out there because I, I am so much an LA guy. Yeah. Um, that's why I missed it. But it was a nice experience just because it was, uh, you know, I got to see a lot of things and do a lot of things and, and work on a show that. You know, a lot of shows that I probably wouldn't have. Right. Uh, and doing it success- successfully. 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 Um, how long were you out there in total? I think it ended up being about eight months. 
Yeah. Okay. Six to eight months. I can't remember exactly, but it's, it was. Which, this, it which was this, now looks like a drop in the bucket, really. It really does. Yeah. But as you know, in the business, it's uh, a lot of jobs aren't that long. Right. I mean, I literally just finished one mm-hmm. that was like seven weeks. Right. Uh, so you're always looking for your next job. Um, but thankfully, yeah. uh, in this business, it's a lot of it's not who you or it's not a lot of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And uh, obviously, I don't know a lot of people. <laughs> Totally well, that's kind of scary because you're one of the people that I list as I know. <laughs> I'm going to no. make it in this town because I know Scott Tommaso. Uh, yeah, well. Now you're going, I don't know anybody. I'm like, oh, crap. No, no, no. Actually, I, I'm very thankful that I know a lot of people that yeah. uh, that do uh, that do have my number. And yeah. uh, maybe it's because I bug them a lot. I don't know. But uh, do I, I do get calls, and that's nice. And there's and there's, there's people that certainly want to know and move and network up. But also the flip side of, of who, not what you know, who you know, I also think spills over into just finding a core group of friends to work with on yeah, a professional level absolutely not going out and just uh, shooting something in a garage for you know shits and giggles but but actually putting stuff together professional when you shot those guys here at this at the knapsack file studios yes. uh it was a professional endeavor including sema showing up with snacks sema you know? is the snack queen you know taking my sandwich order thank you <laughs> by the way <laughs> she's she's being shy over there <laughs> She's being a polite she, she knows, in-studio guest. She knows how to get to the heart of Ken Napzik. That's right. That's the uh, either bring – just bring a pastry of some sort. Bring a pie, piece pie, of pie. cookies. A good a, sandwich. Good sandwich. Last yeah. week's episode with Tim Powers, we discussed his uh, wife making me a sandwich during one of our podcast recordings that I love the greatest sandwich I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, Wait, what was it? It just – it was simple. But there was just little sprinkles of flavor on it. An apple here. Uh, you know, a little sprig of something there, and it just and it just was uh, made with such love and care. That's gourmet, right? You know, there. I'm, That's I'm gourmet. a connoisseur of the sandwiches. You know, it's funny. I'm going to say mm-hmm. something real quick on that. Yeah, Sema. Whenever I go home to mm-hmm. Omaha, Nebraska, which is where I'm from, they, she will die for my mom's coffee. Yeah, she asked her how she made it, and she goes, "Well, I just put half of it in." She goes, "I just make it half strong," <laughs> and she goes, "Really?" And I'm like. I, I, this is the worst thing I've ever had. It's it's horrible coffee. She goes, well, I don't know what it is. And I said, all right, well, let me try it. So I, I tried half the next day. I put yeah. it in. I don't even think I told her that I did it, actually. She had it the next day. She goes, this is awful. I said, how is it? I go, it's the exact same as yesterday. She goes, no, no, it must be made. Your your mom didn't make it. I know it. And I'm like, that is amazing. That could, could it's exactly it. the same thing. It's made with love. Made with love and care. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. My, I'm 37 years old. Um, my mom makes the best toast in the world still. I'll go home and I'm like, Mommy, can you make me some toast? <laughs> just toast. This is just buttered with a certain mommy care yeah. that they learn at mommy school. I, it must I swear. be. It must be. I swear to God. What, what is your um, ultimate career goal at this point? You're, you're spread across the board in terms of what you've done, yeah. uh, whether it be acting in the beginning, directing, producing, reality TV, TV production, writing your own stuff, writing a novel for Pete's sake. What's your ultimate career goal at this point? I would love, love, love. I guess if I had to pick one thing that mm-hmm. I really wanted to do, I would, I would love to be a writer for a movie script. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be my number one goal. Okay. Tied, per tied or just right behind is a to get a comedy series. Yeah. Uh, on either network or you know cable. Yeah. Um, but something that that's my own. I mean, I I yeah. think it's for me. It's I I like working. What I I love what I do. But it's more enjoyable when you do something. When you see something that you've done come to life on screen, there's just nothing like it. So for me, on a larger scale, a movie, for for example, mm-hmm. that would be the epitome of my career, yeah. I, I would think. But I think probably most people would say that, though. Um, yeah, but again, uh, you, you know, uh, I like that you guys adapted a book and then and it's been in turn adapted into a, a, a film. That is two things to get paid for for one project absolutely smart absolutely it was it was actually brought to me originally as mm-hmm. a script just you know i need some help writing the script and I'm okay like, okay i can do that yeah. and then uh, about three or four months into it after all the research and all that stuff uh we had gotten a really good outline we were writing it and she the girl i was working with said mm-hmm. uh you know what we should do we should make a book out of this for exactly what you just said Yeah, is so that we can get, sell the book mm-hmm. and you get it adapted from the book yeah. as feature. And, uh, and I was like, ah, 
boy, I don't know. I've never done a book before. I, yeah. I, this is a this is a horrible idea. This is a horrible idea. But then we made the book, and actually, the only thing that's really gone out right now is is the book. So, and right. and, and we own the rights. Uh, thankfully, my brother and I have the rights to the book, mm-hmm. um, where she has, uh, a, I think, half the rights or most of the rights to the film. It's been oh, a few okay. years, but. Um, but it doesn't look like the film's going to be uh, done anytime soon. So right. thankfully, we we did the book, so yeah. you can make a little money doing that. So, so you can have it. Yeah, I, my writing partner was at a, a conference one time when a, a speaker got up and was like, "All you screenwriters are just stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> what? Well, you should be writing a comic book. You should be writing a novel, a graphic novel, something, and then getting someone to pay you to adapt it into the screenplay that you want it to be right now, anyways." I would say that's that's a great that's great advice. Yeah. That's great advice. Easier said than done. It is. But great advice. It's a lot of hard work. Like I yeah. said, I hate doing books. Uh, and, yeah. and, I, and you said you're in the middle of one right now. Struggling through it. Struggling through it. Yeah. Would you, are you, do you see yourself writing books for your career? Or? Uh, no. You know, look, I'm a big reader and a big fan of, of uh, particular uh, Nick Horn. I'm a Nick Hornby guy, High okay. Fidelity and About a Boy and all that stuff. And right. there was a time about uh, 10 years ago, five to 10 years uh, ago, that, um, I was really studying the field, like buying Mike Gale's another great author, a lot of uh, chiclet authors. Lisa Jewell's one of my favorites, Anna Maxted, and uh, I can get made fun of for reading some of those books, um, but they're great. I mean, they're great movies, like it waiting to happen. Oh yeah. And um, I was, I, I kept telling myself, I have a book in me. I have a book in me, and I, I wrote one in my mid twenties, and it's crap, but I wrote it. And it's about, you know, a 300-page novel. Wow, that's, that's pretty um, good. In that high-fidelity kind of vein and everything. Maybe one day, but I, I, I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid. Of, I keep saying to myself, I have something in me, some books in me. And I'm working on one now, um, a co-write. It's, a, it's more of a comedy parody self-help type of book uh, because of my, in my brain that seems easier to accomplish, and it's not. <laughs> It's, it's not. A, I'm telling you, every every idea sounds fantastic, and right. then when you get down to start writing that thing, it's yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, we're having these meetings where we're just staring at each other, going, "Huh, I got nothing." Yeah, um, I know exactly. But I just I was at Comic Con, and um, this past year, 2013's Comic Con, part of the Schmozno team covering it, and we were at the Walking Dead press breakfast, and uh, what's his name, Robert Kirkman, is there, the guy who wrote the comic book and he's up there at the panel and uh kind of a cantankerous fellow uh but i'm thinking this great uh, great job guy like yeah. you got this series and then it turns into a series a tv series you got the comic book and it's a, and now they got video yeah. games and apps yeah. and all the, yeah i mean yeah. you know what it's it's uh if you it all comes down to material yeah it all comes down to material everybody can write a book i mean mm-hmm. you can go out to ibooks and put your own right. stuff out there now. And I, I yeah, I have one. Not, not to keep plugging my own crap, but I, I do have a little book on Amazon Kindle um, that was a collection of essays I wrote. You know, people are like, oh, cool, you have a book. And I really just put a Word document together and got it published. You know, and I've made 20 bucks off of it. How but, the hell yeah. did I do How did I not know this? Oh, well, just Amazon. What is it? What's, it? What's it called? Tiny Mixtapes of the Soul. Tiny Mixtapes of the Soul. It's all about music when I was a big music fan and a radio guy and all that wow. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. enough I'll about me. To, this I'll is about to. Scott. This is about Scott <laughs> and Sam. I'm learning so much about you today, yeah. though. Sorry, that's no, not that's, right. Then that's a no, failed episode. No, this is great. This is great. Um, do you feel now? One of the things I really like about you, and and kind of look up to you in a way, you're kind of a you're very technical savvy guy, and you're you're for just turning 25, you're uh, <laughs> you're uh, you you are. Uh, uh, like you're a go-to guy. Like if I have a question about something, I might go to you um, before a lot of other people because you know what's coming out and everything. In this day and age, this digital day and age, and this do-it-yourself Hollywood, um, do you look at it as just an open field of success waiting to happen that you can make it yourself? I think I think we've proven. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there. There's YouTube stars. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of people that have taken you know YouTube uh, just little YouTube shows and turned them into yeah. contracts for big. <laughs> You right. know, I mean, you took a Twitter account. What was the what was the Twitter account? You know, shit. My dad's says. Yeah, yeah, turns, yeah. You know, it goes from a Twitter account to a to a TV anyway, show. Yeah. It, anybody can make it in Hollywood, I think, for the most part. And I think, as we discussed earlier, a lot of this, a lot of success is for people people that go out and do it themselves. So yeah. for me, it's it, it has been kind of a process where I'm like, okay, where is everything headed? What mm-hmm. is what is everybody doing? Uh, trying to stay ahead. I, I think I just read recently that there are a lot of um, people in the film industry that are taking this Google Glass 
mm-hmm. thing really seriously now because right. they're thinking that this could be a new cinematic thing. So, right. uh, so you, maybe in those guys, you know, we'll have we'll have you wearing <laughs> Google glasses, or I'll shoot it all at Google Glass. But I mean, I yeah. try to stay. You try to stay up. You know, yeah. and I think I think a lot of the stuff that's out there now is um, making it very accessible for if you're from Michigan, you could do it. Right. You know, you're from South Dakota. Right. As long as you got a camera and a good idea. And then you put your work into it and do it right, and I think that's the biggest right. biggest exactly. thing is 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 uh, just because you got these look just because you got these microphones doesn't mean I should be talking. Shut up, people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you gotta. It's still gotta be approached professionally. Totally. Um, but totally. yeah, it's still there. And then with the live live streaming changing the world of podcasting, I think yes. uh, that's what the Schmoes No team. Once we started to uh, hook up with Toad Hop Network and we're able to broadcast live and take calls from Australia, New Zealand, and, and London. I heard I yeah. there's some I saw you guys you guys took like three or four I mean and I I'm sure there was more but it was one episode I everybody mm-hmm. from Australia must have been listening to that We have a, we have a I'm sorry we're we're big in Australia man there's like two towns out there but we're we're big there <laughs> But that's great and uh, have a have a big London fan base We get more calls from other time zones than we do LA uh, which has changed the changed the game, changed what you can do. It has. And now you got like Roku boxes and all this yeah. streaming capability for and, and Netflix going to original content, which is I think changed, uh, starting to change the TV industry. Especially when they're getting awards and yeah. and, and whatnot. I mean, this is uh, it really has changed. And, and mm-hmm. actually, what Toad Hop's doing is is, is fantastic too. Mm-hmm. And Machinimas of the world, you know, they they full got screens a and all lot that stuff. Of, yeah, right. It, it's this, these are people who are. Taking new media and turning it into a profitable industry yeah. for people like you and me, you know, if you've got a great idea and and and, and it works, mm-hmm. get the right equipment. The That's right what equipment. I've I learned that from you. And by the way, you do yeah. have some fantastic equipment here. I've got it up I've, since the beginning of the Napsack Files. First, it was a it was a, f- a realistic four channel mixer, Radio Shack mixer from eBay, and now we're up here to the twelve channel bus mixer from Bear Ringer, and it's almost too powerful for my little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a technical guy, and that's a, that's where I struggle. You'd, you'd hardly believe that from what yeah. I'm seeing right now. But um, yeah, this is this is. Uh, uh, I would have died as a kid if I had this because I used to record radio shows in my room on a boombox and a and a, a, a um, an alarm <laughs> clock tape deck. You know, and I used to die. I can't even talk. I'm doing shows. You know, oh, so it, but I learned what I learned from you. A high compliment uh, to you is. Um, yeah, you've worked you've worked your your ass off in other jobs that maybe you didn't like, but it's given you some capital. It does to invest into the things you want to do. And when you showed up with those guys, it wasn't a little handy cam, <laughs> you know. It's yeah, you know what, and that's and that's I think what everybody. If I had to give advice, that's that's exactly if you're planning on coming to California, you mm-hmm. want to be in the industry. It is for me. It, Come out with an idea of something big for yourself, because for me it is it is about mm-hmm. making capital. Mm-hmm. You know, I do these jobs so I can do the things yeah. that I like to do, which is yeah. like with you guys, with with those guys, and, and the other projects that I've worked mm-hmm. on. Um, and I've I've invested a lot of money uh, in equipment. And, it ain't uh, cheap, kids. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. I'm still paying for it today. <laughs> me too. Um, but it's, <laughs> this podcast is costing me a lot of interest right I now. I tell you what, I'm going to go home and I'm <laughs> buying some more stuff just from what I'm seeing here. <laughs> but it's it is it really is you know yeah. the equipment the equipment is important and, mm-hmm. and knowing how to use it and um, oh I, oh that's the part I haven't learned. That's the uh, that's the key I think. <laughs> but it is uh, I would I would say if you if you're planning on coming out to L.A. and you want to yeah. do it. Um, you know what? Make make a make something you do. Have a goal of what you want to do, and just yeah. learn through the process of working other jobs. Like yeah. I like I said, that that's what I've done in, for the last twelve years is just working, 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 so I can buy stuff like this, <laughs> and, this, uh, this. and go out and shoot my own stuff. I'm not gonna, and, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm a little happy that you're jealous of one of my pieces of equipment. I am a little jealous. Yeah. I am um, a little jealous. I do not have that when I do my podcast. Yeah, you don't. Uh, but I your don't. setup, I'm jealous of your setup. Uh, your uh, 10 Reasons Why show setup is, is impressive as well. You're filming it. You got a, you got Pro Tools. You got Sam working the Pro Tools. I do. Uh, you got agendas. You got everything uh, <laughs> over there. Well, you know, we try to we try to bring some guests in. It's we've we've cut down as you've known. Yeah, uh, we've cut down the episodes from uh, from hour long, you know, mm-hmm. episodes with guests that we used to have to, you know, putting it a little bit lower just for mm-hmm. 
Yeah, easy consumption. And how's that? How, how is that working? You know what? It's it's working well actually. The the podcast was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we weren't expecting the response we got when we first started it, and it was back in I think November or something of last year that we right. started it. And uh, got a huge response right off the bat. So, of course, in my head, I'm thinking, ah, well, we got to go video. Got to go video with this thing. Let's shoot it. Yeah. So, which is, you know, as you know with me, uh, it it goes into something a little bigger. Yeah, let's put it on a green screen. You know, right, let's yeah. Let's turn this whole wall. Let's tear this down. Let's rearrange somebody else. <laughs> Can I get a place. bulldozer? I need a city permit. Yeah. And uh, and go out and spend, you know, thousands of dollars on equipment so we can make it sound fantastic. Yeah, you did. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going well. It's, it's just started, you know, it's still kind of fledgling for us, but, um, you got to find your audience. We do. You got to find it. We Um, do. We just have to have you on again. Maybe maybe that's what it is. You should have me on. You should have the schmoes on, you know, uh, the fans follow us. I would love to have the schmoes on. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I, 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 I love the fans of, of anything I'm in, including my pro wrestling endeavors, comedy back in the day. I just don't understand why they're fans of me. And that's probably why I fail. (laughs) We should bring. I want to talk to you. That's what I want to do. I want to bring you on and talk about like MPW. Yeah, Millennium Pro Wrestling. We can definitely do that. We'll I, do that's that. what I want to do. Yeah, we'll talk about wrestling and everything. Um, you work a lot with uh, Sema, yeah. who, the woman who's now your fiance, um, soon to be your bride. Oh, look and, at her. Yeah, look at her. Look all, at her with that big smile. All innocently over in the couch. <laughs> Dodgers uh, tied up with the Yankees, by the way. Thanks for the update. You didn't give it to me. Thanks yeah. for the update. Um, but here's the thing you guys have been together for a long time, right? Yeah, do you want me to tell you the story? She loves this story. Yeah, go tell the story. I wasn't digging I'll, for that, but I I'll, want it now. I will make it quick. I'll, yeah. I'll make it quick because, you know, I no. don't really care. Um, they tell you don't date anybody you work with. Gotcha. Um, I would say most night, like 99% of the time, I'd say that's a pretty good idea. Sure. Uh, but I met her actually when I was at, I was producing over at E Entertainment News. Gotcha. She was a, uh, a, a little intern Aww. at the time <laughs> for my show. Yeah. And uh, I just happened to see her in a meeting. I didn't even know who the hell she was. I just knew she didn't speak English. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, cute. Yeah. Doesn't speak English. Perfect. Oh, yeah. She's perfect. So never talk back. <laughs> it's, it's a match made in heaven. Uh, long story short, I did not date her actually when I was there. Okay. Um, I did follow company policy. Good I, for you. I did. I did. But once I left, I sent mm-hmm. a, you know, a company wide email as everybody does and says, yeah. you know, it was nice working with you guys, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, lo and behold, <laughs> she's laughing over there cause she thinks I'm going to make this up. Uh-huh. <laughs> she calls me yeah. and says, Oh or no, you emailed me. I'm sorry. I see. She's laughing. How do you can make you, you noise? Can, you can come over here and defend yourself, though. It doesn't matter. She's <laughs> laughing really hard. She was like, it was great working with you, blah, blah, blah. And, and then I won't say who asked who out, but we ended up going for a drink. Okay. The bitch stood me up. Let me just put it put this way. <laughs> oh, I was so upset. Oh, uh, she first, stood you up. First girl you, well, to ever stand me up, really stand me up. And uh, she. Why did, did up- you stand him up? Come over here, Sam. Why did you stand him up? Come over here. You, uh, this is gripping, gripping broadcasting right here. She Why did you up. stand this man up? The hardest man, hardest Maybe working he man. He deserved it. He deserved it. The man asked you out and offered to take you for a beverage, a frosty adult beverage. A very romantic at the well. Okay. Which is one of our favorite yeah. places. Oh, now it's one of your places. It's one yeah, of our places. It's very romantic. Yes. In a bar, dark. And dark, dark bar. Dark bar. Good. Get, like tapas and um, anyway, she stood you stood you up. She she Ouch. stood me up, but she Cold. did she made it up to me. Um, we yeah. went and saw a lovely romantic movie mm-hmm. called <laughs> what was that movie? Old school Hollywood. Time no, of what porn was and Killing? Yes, it was it. What was it? <laughs> what remember. old school Hollywood porn? Time of Killing. <laughs> What was the Your movie? Detroit accent's really blocking that. I can't understand that. <laughs> Detroit accent. Oh, she's hurting him. Um, I don't remember the movie. Actually. It was a horror flick. It was a horror movie. It was a horror flick. We didn't know it was a horror flick. And there was nudity at the very beginning, oh, a lot of sex. This and is like going for a date watching Game of Thrones. It worked, though, because we have been dating ever since then. Oh, mm-hmm. Hostile. Hostile. It the, yeah, it was hostile. Oh, you was a hostile. <laughs> or I thought your, your relationship is hostile. It's a little hostile. There's no doubt. It was. Everybody was running out of that movie right. theater. <laughs> so that was your first time together. Yeah, it was our first time. That's, so, that's so, a trial by fire. And there. we're talking 2005, I think, was our first uh, date. So we've been together ever yes. since. Uh, almost mm-hmm. almost uh, eight years. It took you that long, huh? <laughs> 
and I just asked her to marry me. That's correct. <laughs> just Sorry. Asked her. Uh, I remember when it came across the wire, Facebook. Uh, oh, Scott finally asked someone to marry you. Uh, marry, marry her. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's about like, time. I yeah. thought they were yeah. married. Thought they, wait, they weren't married? Yeah. I thought they had two kids. Uh, yes, I'm hiding them. <laughs> but here, here's uh, all that to get to this. Um, I'm always intrigued, and we discussed this a little bit with Joey Rockenstein. Um, you still work with her. I do. I mean, not like necessarily at the office uh, the, down the hall, but um, you, she, you know, side by side for those guys. It's true. You know, it's hard. It you know, that I want. I want some honesty here. It, How hard is it? In general, I would say in general, it's hard um, for anybody. Yeah. Uh, luckily, luckily, and mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this because she's right there in punching distance. Yeah. Is that luckily, a knife? <laughs> luckily, she is. She is fantastic at what she does. She true. she is a great project coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, a great manager. Uh, you know, she produces everything that we do. You know, as you know, yeah. she she puts stuff together. She puts our casting together. Absolutely. Um, gets people. She'll do makeup if she has to. I mean, she put. Mm-hmm. I, she must have done you up a few times. Yeah. But yeah especially when uh, I was uh, wearing Superman underwear was, in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so she, she. I'm. I'm just lucky that she's. She's very talented in what she does. And when you know it. And, and and why waste it? When she's there, and she's and she's easy to work with. She she's she loves everybody. And yeah. everybody loves her, and it and makes the, the work. Yeah, the, this isn't great. this isn't Linda McCartney wanting to play keyboards, and and right. Paul going okay because I love you. This is uh, and I'm a big Paul fan. I apologize, Paul, but that's the <laughs> truth. But um, this is someone who's great at her job, and she is, and I can attest to that. The first day I showed up to those uh, auditions for Tucker, and I'd or for those guys, and I'd already been cast as, as Tucker. I I just showed up to like watch, and I was like, holy crap, Sam's here, game face on. Oh yeah. So I get that makes it easier. It does. But it does. I'm sure it's still still hard, how right? Would you, how would you how would you describe it, Sama? Working with the man you love. So close, close quarters, sweaty. Oh, it's so easy because he's super creative and yeah. and and he definitely sticks to the um he follows guess, your he rules. Pursued, yeah, well, I don't I'm very <laughs> when I, when I start working, I'm I get into it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want you to follow that just because I have that in my management, I guess, background and my, right. you know, the, that that's where it comes to me. Like the job has to be, it has to get done. She does you the details so that. I can be the creative. That's, that really works so it's well. It's a good team. It is. It's, she's, she's that's allows great. me to do it and it lets me. No, that's that's great to things. hear because in this crazy world there, you want to find some love that you can be uh, compatible with and uh, if it can bleed over and help your career professionally what a what a great oh yeah you know yeah. home run and, and you know when she's been in the business for a long time as well yeah. she's been doing it for a decade mm-hmm. i would say what is it, a decade yeah, over, over something decade, like that yeah. Yeah. so she she knows what she's doing so that it, it does make it easy and, and we know what's expected of each other and, and you know there's you have roles you know that's why you have producers that's why mm-hmm. you have associate producers you know someone has to make sure or directors that that are they're taking charge, and you can tell on set when you've done something wrong because you'll hear her yell, "Tommaso, <laughs> Tommaso, come on!" Yes, this is very true. So much so that my nephew does that to me. <laughs> my little nephew knows when I'm in trouble, and he'll say, "Tommaso." I'm like, "Yep, I know where he got that from." And uh, of course, we're poking fun of uh, Sam's accent, but she's from Australia. Uh, <laughs> no, Turkey, right? Yes, I mean, I know yes. the answer, but I'm letting you confirm now, that. I, do, I used to work with voice talent, too. It's just quite interesting when it comes to it. That yeah. I'm very cruel, actually. When yeah, she's cruel. Voice, she even cruel. though I cannot. Well, that, that, there's that term. I'm what very is cruel when it comes to you're voice cruel. talents. Well, my, my point is, is, is uh, there's that you know saying, what is this, a Turkish prison? So I imagine there's some cruelty <laughs> in oh, that yes, line. Yes. She still has not seen that movie, by the way. I don't think I have. I've, you haven't seen this movie? Yeah. I have seen it. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. you don't mess with the No, truth. I don't want to. Remember, I'm the only screenwriter <laughs> and producer of a movie podcast who doesn't watch movies. So Wait, let me ask you. I, I have yeah. to ask you this because I'm still yeah. curious. Because every time I talk to you, I, I, I get the, I'm going to. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. you seen any movies from the 80s? Uh, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> All no, right, I'm arranging a night. <laughs> Thank you. Going to be doing all watching the '80s movies. We, I have, and then Josh, the intern from the Schmozno podcast, Josh Tapia, who's a great guy and a knowledgeable mu- movie fan. Yeah, um, we call him the intern, but really he's part of the team. What's up, Josh? What's up, Josh? Mm-hmm. JTI, mm-hmm. and um, he found out early on while working for Schmoz that I've never seen Gremlins. 
and it broke his heart, just like it's apparently breaking your two guys' hearts too. So one day he's like, mm. he shows up the podcast and goes, "Here, here's the Blu-ray of Gremlins." I'm like, "Great, thanks, Josh." That was six months ago. It's still sitting on my shelf. You still haven't seen still it. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> this is so funny. We just did we just did a t- Ten Reasons Why podcast right. on uh, on top monster movies of all time. Gremlins came up on this list. And I, I believe we actually said something like Ken Napsuk has not seen this movie, and I cannot understand why. Well, we need to make an event of it. Hey, we and, should. Uh, there's another a friend I'm of mine. Dis- I'm yeah, you, you're an event coordinator, a project <laughs> coordinator. She, she is. Uh, she there's knows. another friend of mine, uh, uh, Miss Movies, who does uh, her own podcast uh, that I'm uh, looking forward to the next season coming out. She's great at it, and uh, writer for Schmoesno.com as well. Works on the Film Vault podcast as well. Um, same thing. She's never seen Gremlins in a lot of How 80 is movies. This possible? And uh, uh, we've got to make an event night of it. I think that, you know what Schmoes should do something yep. with. Uh, we should should broadcast this. Should, uh, should get some cameras in there. We'll do it. Schmoes plus. Or I something want it. Like if, that. I want it to be you guys to be in attendance because apparently it means that much to you. It um, does. Uh, I just had, uh, as it's been discussed ad nauseum in other formats, but I just had a little bit of a uh, sheltered upbringing a little bit, which I don't regret. I, I loved it. Loved my childhood. But yeah, so a lot of things like that I didn't see because gremlins are little devils. <laughs> Clearly. Well, and I've just, but, but what's funny is I've still to this day never sat down to watch any of those movies yeah, from the 80s. You don't live with your parents anymore. I, no, you can still do you're it. You're true. This is a fact, <laughs> but I'm still like, I can't watch Top Gun because there was a sex scene in it. Well, it was Tom Cruise. I so watched it Game really of Thrones. Yeah, true. And Kelly McGillis. <laughs> they're both, both on the opposite yeah, exactly, side. Exactly. But, you know, I watch Game of Thrones every week and, and, and read the books, and yeah, it's exactly. like, uh, this is softcore. Um, yeah, Top Gun shouldn't be a problem after Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I absolutely. hate to bring it to you. So I will correct that. Um, one of the things uh, I love about you two, uh, and I, by you two, I mean the both of you, really, is uh, your world travelers. Now, that might come easy for some of being born outside of this country, but you embrace travel. And I love watching the, the, your Facebook albums explode with fun and beer when you're uh, over at London with your brother. Is that a passion or something I, you set out to do? or just... You know what? It's kind of a recent thing. I, I say recent meaning mm-hmm. the last four or five, four or five years. Okay. Uh, obviously, knowing Sema, it's nice to be able to go to Istanbul and, and, and Turkey Istanbul, in not Constantinople. No, That's Istanbul. right. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs. Uh, but it's fun to go do that kind of thing. And then, of course, I fell in love with England, so now, of course, mm. I'm going back every year. You know, I want to go, out some yeah. football games. Have you not been? I've not, I've not been past uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm telling you what, we... <laughs> It's pretty specific, huh? That, that is not. That can't be true. That's one hundred percent true. That's the farthest what? east I've been. I didn't do a lot of traveling oh. uh, growing up. My family, we, we just didn't do a lot of vacations. If we did, it was to Yosemite, and I was a lot. I haven't been Yosemite in almost twenty years, and I miss it. Um, um, you guys just recently went. In fact, I think I made fun of you or one of your friends because you posted, "What? Where is that?" I was like, "Clearly, you're not from America." All right, that's probably mean. I've never been. I'm probably mean to you. I've traveled more than any of you guys. That's true. That's true. Had the chance to travel when I was a teenager. Yeah. Because you had to. It is nothing like. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, it's right there. You're gonna get slapped around. <laughs> there is nothing like traveling and discovering different cultures, right. and I believe in that. And everybody should try to um, do that. If there's a way to, you can plan it, yeah. even for ten days. Just get get out there and just discover different cultures. I, look, I totally. I just. I kind of come from the uh, right wing side of things, where I'm like, I ain't leaving America yet. Because it's dangerous out there, <laughs> and that's not one hundred percent true. It's but, not but, true. But, but it's not true. But I do really want to get to London. I tell you what, and just England I'm, in general. I'm, I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it down. Okay. You, yeah. Lou, myself, and Sema. Yeah. We're going to England. Okay. I don't care where, if it's London or anywhere, just anywhere yeah. in England. We're going there. I don't want to say. Do you want to go next year? I'm telling you, we've got to. I, well, I don't if we care sell, if, if you sell those guys, <laughs> and you can pay me we, a hefty salary, we might be talking. We might even be shooting something out there. That would be nice. Oh, there we go. Uh, it's not that expensive. That's the other thing. I think, oh, okay. people, I think people misunderstand. Actually, when we went to England, it actually well, kind of works look, out. It's hard for me to go to Chili's right now, and I don't mean Chile. <laughs> I mean Chili's, the restaurant. That costs a lot of money. Well, I tell you what, it's good to have a brother who who travels a lot because he yeah. actually uh, allowed me to stay in England for free. Oh well, just from all the points he had. So oh. all I had to do was buy the ticket and buy all the beer. Deal. 
It was fantastic. Deal. So you said you didn't set this, not something you set out to do, it just kind of started to happen. I know there's some people who, you know, I have a friend, uh, Katie, who's who's by 22 and traveled all around the world. Yeah, you know, I was on a late, purpose. Yeah. yeah, I was a late bloomer when it came to, okay. it came to international travel. Well, that, I, that's my point. Not you, that's why I've only been as far as Tennessee, because I just never, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I've, I've done just about every major city in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, as far as, you know, traveling. But I would say internationally, it's been pretty recent. Matter of fact, it's as recent as when I met Sema. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, when, when, you, when you travel, like when I went to Turkey for, mm-hmm. for the first time, yeah. it, was, uh, it was such an eye-opener in that, I, just, I mean, I fell in love with the country, I fell really? in love with the people, uh, the culture's fantastic, the food I can't even speak of, but because it's so good. Uh, it's just it's just an eye-opening thing. And I think when you see that and you do that, you get hooked and you want to go back and you want to mm-hmm. try something else. Oh, let's do this. So I, it, mm-hmm. it just kind of, I just got hooked. I got hooked, basically. In the I, last, I, last I can, I can totally years. appreciate that. And I like beer. I like English beer. Yeah, you love beer. Like I, I like my whiskey. You love beer, and I appreciate the Scottish beer. ale. The Scottish ale is really darn good. It is. It's mm-hmm. a nice. Uh, it's a nice beer that actually is empty, Sema. Uh, oh, since you're up. Oh, around. the since gauntlet has been thrown since down. You're up and around. I would mm-hmm. love to have another one. Thanks, Sema. <laughs> Wow, She's that worked best. out well. She's the best. I got to rethink my thoughts on She's marriage. The best. <laughs> um, yeah. Before continuing, yeah. Thor is the one. All right, number stop one. It. Sorry, here we go. We're in, superhero of all time. I had to squeeze that in. I don't know why she does this. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. What Apropos of nothing. Uh, so, do you want another beer? Thor is the <laughs> biggest superhero in the history of the universe. Listen, if you watch, if, I had to. If you ever listen or watch our show, yeah. our Ten Reasons Why show, I do. She. She constantly, it doesn't even matter what topic we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Thor always finds his Clearly. way in. Uh, seriously. It's, Clearly. It, I don't understand how it happens. Be honest with me. Happens. You have a Thor costume in your bedroom, right? That's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the steam releasing from Scott's head right now. You know what? I don't. Uh, but if she were to get one, I could let her wear it. That'd be <laughs> all right. That'd be all right. Well, hey, I just came from Comic Con. That just works. Gonna- clarify something it's yeah. not because of the movie or right. the actor mm-hmm. it's the actual comic book okay that love comes from that it's All not right. the actor i had to clarify because All many right. people All think right. it's because i'm a <laughs> are you drunk women she... i'm not i'm clarifying <laughs> i'm a huge superhero I, I warned you are you a mean drunk or an angry drunk or a nice drunk no i just ramble about thor she just yeah no. I yep, will punch you around. That's for sure. I will punch you around. <laughs> that's my. That's our relationship in a, in a yeah. nutshell, right there. There it way. is. There it is. Absolutely. Um, so, what, what's your next country to conquer? That's a good question. Uh, well, I, let's let's. Sorry. Um, where have you gone so far? You know, it's been pretty basic. Okay. Uh, Mexico, Canada, England, and Turkey. Okay. Are, the, are the ones that I've been to recently, but as you know, I, I go back to England every year. So yeah, and as you know, there's hardly any time off to do anything. Yeah, in this business, but um, yeah. So my next one mm-hmm. is Tokyo. Oh, is where I want to go next. Okay. Uh, luckily, Sema's best friend is uh, Japanese, who is from Tokyo. Yeah, Shiho. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Great girl. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so there may be a place to stay and enjoy it even more. That's great because it's pretty expensive out there in Tokyo. Is it? I. Uh, you, you better be rich to go out there. Actually, it is pretty pricey. It's yeah. pretty they pricey. Try to make it easier for tourists. How how much do the uh, underwear vending machines cost? <laughs> I, you might have to ask Shiho about that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't the slightest idea. <laughs> I want to go to the strip club featured in uh, Lost in Translation. That's where I want to go if I want to go to Tokyo. You know what? I that's how I envision envision Tokyo, anyways. Yes. Every all of that. That's I watched that movie. I love that. That's I a movie I have it. seen, and I love that movie. I think if I was to travel to Japan, that's the experience I'd want. I would be disappointed worry, if I didn't get that. that experience. I'd meet Scarlett Johansson and get the whisper in her ear. Awesome. I'm sold. Oh, I've heard a lot of Americans actually do go there because if it's yeah. easier to get singing, you know, like the career and whatever. <laughs> Karaoke. Just because they don't really care how you sing. Clearly. I've seen well, I'm I, not kidding. Seriously, they no, do no, not. No, no, I'm, I'm interested just, in They'll uh, make you famous there. You'll yeah. make a good I'm just, out of it. Plane flight is not my favorite hobby. Um, so I, I'm a little, but I can do it now. Um, but 
I also feel I haven't explored this country enough, and I'm a late bloomer to uh, to cross country trips to Tennessee because of a prior relationship and spending a lot of time on the road and taking a train back at one point, and and I fell in love with this country. I, I hate to sound like I'm on Fox News, but um, <laughs> so I think there's things I, I haven't been to New York. I've been to Miami. I'm a Miami Dolphin and a New York Yankee fan. I haven't been to the home towns of of my city of my teams. Um, so I'd like to explore in that realm. I, I'm with you on that. But we, I'm ready to travel with you to London. I, you, I'm telling you, hmm. we have to do it. I, I'm I on board. Even, I don't even want to do it. My friend Jay goes there. He works over there a lot. He's almost considered moving there because he works over there so much. And uh, he loves it. And um, I, I, think, I think I need to get there. And being a I, Beatles fan, and I, I want to do the cheesy Beatles tour. Oh, you should. Uh, absolutely. I unapologetically want to cross the road there and piss I, off all the people on Abbey Road. I have uh, I have been up to Liverpool. Actually, Summer was there with, with, with me when we went and did that. And uh, that is a surreal kind of thing when you go up there and you know that, you know, because I used to, I don't are they from Liverpool? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. I know they're from Liverpool. But uh, but it was uh, it was an experience. I, I think yeah. I, I really do want to go back there again. Just to Liverpool, just to Liverpool just to itself. Liverpool itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Been, you time. haven't crossed over to Ireland, Scotland, any no, other area. I really want to do that though. Mm-hmm. Scot- Scotland and uh, Ireland would be fantastic. It'd yeah, be fantastic. So you're making me want to travel. I think tomorrow I'm just going to get up on hit the road and see if I can get to Barstow. Um, maybe needles. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I tell everybody this is that you know what you can do it. Yeah. You can. You yeah. can. You just have to want to do it. Just you literally could get up tomorrow and be an angel. And tra- yeah, you could. And uh, and travel. It's, it's like some kind of reality show. It's all coming back. It's all tying I'm together. Just it's just all tying together. Exactly. That's outstanding. What's next for you? What are we working on? We got some of those guys coming down the pipeline. What's a big project coming down, buddy? Well, the the big projects. I mean, I'm, right now we're still trying to nurture Ten Reasons Why show. Uh, well, yeah, talk about that. Well, ten reasons why shows. This is what happens, by the way, when you give me beer. I cut you off all night because <laughs> I'm like loose and goosey. No, I, you know, ten reasons why show is just one of those. It was just a, something that I always wanted to do, just because you know everybody knows there's there's ten reasons you could do anything. So I'm like, sure. you know what? Uh, let's just do a podcast, see how it works. You know, I, as long as you enjoy it, yeah, someone out there is going to enjoy it. So of course I had to do it right. So again, went out and invested some money. But um, but it's just a it's just a show based on yeah. entertain it's entertainment news since that's what I've done yeah. for my pretty much my entire career so it's entertainment news and technology and um and just random stuff mm. um, so we just talk about the top ten reasons usually chosen by the fans uh the fans will vote on what they think are the ten reasons mm. why the eighties rocked I think you came on that's a what I did 80s yeah. show yeah. for us. So so we just go through that and we try to throw in some humor and uh, talk about, you know, throw in our two cents and say, oh, that's kind of a good idea, bad idea, yeah, whatever. So it just kind of, uh, it kind of blew up from that. People just started listening and, and giving their opinions. And, yeah. and so we just, like I said earlier, just took it to the next level and, and uh, we want to take it to another level. So that's yeah. what we're working on right now is just stepping I, it up. I think it's a golden idea to move on to another TV, another level, interactive. And inter- you look at what uh, some of those new sports shows, uh, Sports Nation is one I look oh, at. Yeah. You know, um, and and uh, still, pardon the interruption, is the granddaddy of them now, 10 years and running now. But, um, yeah, I love uh, ten, I love being on 10 Reasons Why. And I do, you, you're joking, I do listen to the shorter ones. It, that fits into my life better. But I, I you know, know people that love sitting down. Uh, going for a walk, listening to an hour podcast. I will say, I, I actually listen to yours, and this I'm not making mm. this up. I, when I work out every day, mm. I throw on the Knapsack Files, <laughs> and as well as the Schmoes. Yeah, and uh, so I'll listen to both of that as I'm working out. Once it's done, my workout's done. So that's oh. how, that's well, how that okay, kind of works. Well, out that for me. you know, I started doing a half hour. Knapsack files, and that was going to be my hard, fast rule. Even in the first couple episodes, I'm like, yeah. "Sorry, we're hitting 30 minutes. We're done." Yeah, just because that's my attention span. And um, and I uh, started getting a lot of people saying, "Hey, I wish it was longer. The conversations are going great. I, it cuts off." And then one of my friends was like, "Look, I need to have at least a 45 minute walk, and your 35 minute shows aren't working. <laughs> I'm true. cutting my war- I'm cutting my walk by sh- 10 minutes." That is actually true. I yeah. do a 45 minute on the on the cardio machine, yeah. and 
that's perfect. It, it really does work out right. perfect. If you forty five minutes, all about right. forty five, we're good to go. All right, well, we're at we're at, uh, coming up here on an hour, so you're, you're if you're, you're listening to <laughs> well, yourself, you narcissist, on this one next. Uh, get off the cardio uh, machine. Yeah, yeah, get off the cardio machine, Scott. Go hit the weights. <laughs> um, where can we find Ten Reasons Why Show? Ten Reasons Why Show. Uh, you can find www.tenreasonswhyshow.com. You can find us on Facebook, Ten Reasons mm-hmm. Why Show. Just search us there. Uh, YouTube, it's also Ten Reasons Why Show. You can also tweet us, which is Ten Reasons show mm-hmm. uh, because some douchebag took 10 reasons why show uh, so those are the those are the main things you can you can go to we, we we have a blog out on 10 reasons why show now so if you don't want to listen or watch you can yeah. also read um, which is great we have Hollywood news on there as well so uh, that's where you can find us. And uh, God, I hope you guys are watching and, and listening to us. Absolutely. That's it's a great fun show. Uh, you, Sam, and Sam Labrati do a great job. And Thanks, man. looking forward to some those guys coming up, maybe. Uh, yes. Maybe maybe we can get it together. I know there's some fans out there waiting for that. And, and uh, love uh, to see what happens with your screenwriting and your book and your producing and your world traveling. Oh, yes. You're an interesting cat. And thank you for coming on. And Sam, thank you for coming on as well and <laughs> punching me in the gut every time I make fun of Turkey. <laughs> Uh, and thank you so much for the beer. Uh, hey, don't forget no the Knapsack Files is uh, heard and listened on iTunes. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Also on Stitcher, find us there. And you can uh, listen to Encore presentations on the Toad Hop Network after the Schmoes No podcast. Every Thursday, we're at 10 o'clock. The Schmoes are at 8. Catch that live and join in on the fun. Find us on Facebook as well. Follow me on Twitter at K-O-Z-P-A-N. Uh, follow Scott at his uh, several, you have 12 Twitters. But what's your, <laughs> what's your personal one? What is my personal one now? I don't you don't even, even remember. remember. Actually, yeah. no, I, it's actually, I think it's just Scott R. Tommaso. Yeah, or you can follow 10 Reasons Why. But 10 Reasons Why is usually where I'm at. Yeah. Or 10 Reasons Show. 10 Reasons right? Show 10 reasons on show. Twitter. That has been another edition of the Knapsack Files. We'll certainly have Scott back at some point, and maybe I'll have Sema on a proper microphone, and uh, we can uh, argue <laughs> over um, Thor. Thor. And, yeah. So uh, until next time, I'm Ken Knapsack. This has been another edition of the Knapsack Files. See you next time. Bye. Sorry.